They say the best laid plans of mice and men often go awry. Well, you can add horses, horse trainers, and podcasters to the list. This edition of Jumping Around was supposed to be a conversation with Willie Mullins and Ruby Walsh about the historic bid of their horse Nichols Canyon in Saturday's Iroquois steeplechase. Alas, the horse was injured in transit and will return to Ireland. We talked to Mullins and Walsh last week in advance of the trip, and both were excited about the challenge, which now won't happen. Our conversation with Walsh follows and is still enlightening, even if it's not quite as newsworthy as it should have been. So have a listen and think about what might have been. Enjoy the Iroquois this weekend. Check out thisishorseracing.com for some previews and a link to the live stream broadcast. And we'll be back with more Jumping Around. Welcome to Jumping Around, a steeplechase podcast from thisishorseracing.com, launched in April 2017. I'm Joe Clancy. We'll bring your conversations with guests who take part in American jump racing. There'll be owners, trainers, jockeys, race meet directors, historians, anyone we can convince to sit down for a few minutes and talk. The momentum for this podcast came from Charlie Fenwick. He's a former trainer and amateur rider, and he's chairman of the Shawan Downs races in Maryland. He listens to a lot of podcasts about racing, sports, politics, anything else that comes along. He tells me there's a podcast about squash, the game, not the vegetable. Steeplechasing could use a podcast, he told me one day on the phone. I agree, and we'll see where it all goes and bring you stories that celebrate the horses and people and places in the sport. You can read more and find previous episodes at thisishorseracing.com, our online home, and the successor to our newspaper, Steeplechase Times, which published from 1994 through 2012. If you know anything about jump racing, our guest today on Jumping Around really doesn't need an introduction. Jockey Ruby Walsh is one of the biggest names in the sport with massive achievements in his native Ireland, England, and pretty much anywhere horses run and jump. In a few sentences, here goes. Ruby Walsh just won his 12th Irish Jockey Championship. He rides mainly for Willie Mullins, but would be among the top few choices of any trainer. Walsh has won more than 2,000 races and ridden the likes of Cotto Star, Denman, Falheen, Annie Power, and others. Twice he's won seven races at the Cheltenham Festival. He's won major jumps races in England, Ireland, France, Scotland, Wales, Australia, Japan, and now the United States after guiding Ronak home in last year's Grand National at Far Hills. Walsh comes to America for the Iroquois Steeplechase Saturday, May 13th in Nashville, Tennessee. He will ride Nichols Canyon, who can capture the $500,000 TVV Capital Challenge with a win. Nichols Canyon won the first half of the challenge, the Stairs Hurdle, at the Cheltenham Festival in March. Since then, he just missed when second in Ireland's champion Stairs Hurdle at Punchestown last month. The Iroquois, where he finished third last year, is next. We're here with Ruby Walsh uh, from Ireland, taking a little bit of time out of his night to talk about Nichols Canyon. So he comes over for the Iroquois for the second year, only this time it's a little different with $500,000 bonus on the line. What do you think, and um, does it change the way you ride the race? I don't think it changes the way you ride the race. Um, it probably changes the way you look at the outcome. <laughs> um, but it definitely doesn't change the way you ride it. I mean, at the end of the day, a horse race a horse race, and whatever's on the line, you still got to ride it the same way. Um, look, the horse does seem to be in good form. Um, he won well in Cheltenham. Um, you know, he, he ran and punched us down which we probably hadn't intended doing, but it had to be done. And, you know, he, he goes to Iroquois in good form. Um, he'll travel this weekend uh, via Chicago. And, um, you know, he, he does seem to be in good order, so fingers crossed. Like he, he has to run a bit better than he ran last year, but we're hoping he's a better horse this year. Yeah, what's different about him? I mean, he certainly has been in top form. I mean, in the Punchestown race he lost, but he ran a winning race, got beat ahead. Um, he did run a, run a winning race. He ran a blinder. Um, and it was an improved run on his Cheltenham run um, where he won. It 
was Punchstown was a better run. So, you know, we're hopeful that he, hoping that if he runs to a similar level, it would nearly be good enough to win the Iroquois. And um, you know, there's no reason to, to suggest he can't do that. What did you learn last year? I mean, he was third last year. What do you take from that race, and what do you learn about the race course? lovely race course um, and it was in really good condition last year um, you know it's a stiff track you have to stay um, but we're probably more confident about Nichols Canyon Canyon's ability to stay now than we were last year um, you know he's a year older he's a bit stronger Um but look, you do have to jump, and he didn't jump well enough last year, but we think he'll jump better this year. Yeah, it was funny. I remember watching him last year, and he was sort of running down his fences and jumping to the right, which you know, probably cost him some lengths, but he still hung around to be third. He stayed on, that's for sure. He did. He kept at it. Just he did give away too much ground jumping to his right. So um, you know, this year in Cheltenham, he jumped very straight. Um, he was brilliant in Punchestown on his last half, but that's a right-handed track, so you probably wouldn't notice anyway. Um, but in Cheltenham, he was very good. So um, fingers crossed, he'll go straight next week. Yeah, and you um, held him up at Cheltenham too. Is that? Do you think you might do that again, or I'm sure it'll depend on the pace. Um, it depends on the pace of the race. Um, you know, it was a very strongly run race in Cheltenham, so um, I, I kind of thought the place to be was at the back. Um, you know, we didn't sit as far off the pace in Punchestown because it was a different kind of race. Um, so we had to see what way the Iroquois is going to be running. I suppose every race is different, and you've got to try to be in the right place. What would it mean to win? It'd be brilliant. Um, it'd make a very short summer, and it'd be a great, it'd be a great double to bring up. Yeah, definitely. And um, international racing obviously matters to to Willie and to the owners and to you. And you know how important is that to develop some cooperation across you know across the Atlantic? Well, of course, it's huge. Um, I mean, to keep to keep an interest in in steeplechase racing, it, it does need to be global. Um, and if you can build build a reputation and and, and encourage people to travel um, you know there's a lot of enjoyment to be got out of it and um, if more people you know had success at it more people might try it yeah definitely no we'd love to see it I mean and this uh, bonus certainly gets people's attention but hopefully uh, we see it a, a little more of it and some American horses taking a chance and going over there and uh, uh, develop develop some rivalry and some competition along the line of the Breeders' Cup or anything on the flat exactly and even if you could involve some some, some Japanese and some some Australians and, and maybe a few French it would, be, it would be interesting as well I mean steeplechasing is still surviving around the world and, and there's some big races and some good prize money so if you could try and knock them all together there could be some fun to be had yeah, that's for sure and uh, you came over and rode in the Iroquois and then you also came back in the fall and won our Grand National on Ronak. can you compare the American horses to the English and Irish I mean where would they stack up well, I suppose Ronak was here before he before he went to America, um, and he was a sort of one forty, one fifty horse here, um, you know, and that's probably just shy of the of the top level. Um, I suppose Ronak probably improved when he came to America, and Cyril Murphy did a very good job with him. So, um, you know, there's. It's like anything when you get to the top end of every sport. Um, there's very different, very little between between the top and any game. Yeah, sure. Golfers, tennis players, horses doesn't matter. Uh, exactly. I mean, when you become the top in your own jurisdiction, um, you're usually not far off the top in anybody else's. Yeah. And uh, the Mullins Barn also sends over Shane's Hill, who you've ridden before. Uh, what do you think of his chances? He stayed on and darn near won the Iroquois last year. Yeah, I suppose, uh, unlike Nichols Canyon, 
Shane Silva's probably in better form going to the Iroquois last year uh, rather than Nichols Canyon where it seems to be um, vice versa this year Nichols Canyon probably looks to be in a bit better form maybe than Shane Silva is yeah exactly but I, you know I think those horses are going to be respected uh, we've got it looked like they had nine nominees and uh, we've got um, Cyril Murphy does not have Ronak but he has Dawalan who who was champion here two years ago is coming off a bit of a layoff but a uh, fairly talented horse And he is um, you know was formerly trained by Nicky Anderson but he has a very good record in his couple of starts in the US and um, he'd be a horse you would really respect yeah definitely well uh, hopefully everybody's there at the last fence and we'll uh, let the best horse win uh, thanks for joining us we'll let you get back to your night and uh, we'll I'd see you next I'd be more open that I'm the only one left at the last end <laughs> that, well, would, I... <laughs> that, would, that would suit me an awful lot more but you know I'll take it either way the, the rest of us aren't in line for that big bonus though so we got to root for a good race <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> thanks we'll see you in Nashville and, uh, and again Thank thanks you for your time much. see you next week guys Jumping Around is a production of thisishorseracing.com an online source for original content about thoroughbred racing from the steeplechase circuit Saratoga Racecourse Fairhill Training Center and more Jumping Around is produced by Bob White at WYPR in Baltimore special thanks to Charlie Fenwick WYPR's Tony Brandon and our listeners and guests You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes by searching for This Is Horse Racing. Thanks for tuning in.